This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming babies. He sits with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love some holiday movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, recording on Sunday afternoon, December 17th, 2023, for your Monday morning, December 18th, listening pleasure. My guests today, taking time out of their busy holiday schedules, are uh, two returning champs and a first-timer. They are Adam Green, Simon Skellen Jones, and Jeff Tate. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I thought Simon might have left already, just out of disgust. <laughs> Get my name right, you filthy animal. So 
let's meet everybody individually, alphabetically, uh, by first name. Sorry, Simon. Uh, joining <laughs> us, it's an unfair twist. Joining us for, um, he just won during his very own Yorkie-thon. It's Adam Green. Hey, Adam. Hi, I am so excited to be the returning champ because I never thought this day would come. And the fact that I wound up beating Sam Levine and Joe Lynch when I've never made it past the first round of any Doug Loves movies that I've ever been a part of. Um, I'm going to be sad if I have to give up the title today, but it's probably going to happen. Uh, you know, it's... Uh... I got two strong competitors here today uh, going up against you, Adam. But you did take down uh, Sam Levine's, you know, arguably the greatest player of all time. And yeah. Then, and then Joe Lynch is I feel like you and Joe Lynch almost kind of share a brain. You both know <laughs> a lot about the same kinds of movies, but uh, you still managed to uh, to slay them both. And. Yeah. While doing it, raise money to save uh, cute little Yorkies. Yeah, we raised $35,355 this year, which was great. Wow, that is really uh, an impressive number. Yes, that's like 12 and a half Yorkies saved. Yeah, for like like three uh, six to eight hour shifts, you and uh, co other filmmaker, I almost called you co-filmmakers, other filmmaker, Joan Lynch. <laughs> Uh, basically sat and talked to guests probably mostly about horror, I'd imagine. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of horror. It was yeah. a lot of horror. Well, because, you know, it's your fandom from your not only your films, but also from your uh, your podcast, uh, The Movie Crypt. Correct, yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's a fun, uh, I assume, a very fun audience because you raise a lot of money every year and... Uh, and you you talk about a lot of uh, a, a lot of really insider uh, horror kind of stuff, and it's uh, fascinating. And I always love coming out to visit at your crazy uh, studio. Yeah, I think you've uh, been a part of almost every single one. I think you've only missed one or maybe two, and this was our eighth. So thank you for that. Yeah, and out of all the horrifying masks and statues and posters and things that you have all assembled in that one room like a scary shit museum uh <laughs> it's like any single one of those things standing in a corner would creep me out to no end but a whole room full of, full of it is somehow comforting <laughs> it is right <laughs> when they're all together some you know as you know what they say keep your enemies close <laughs> keep your demons close but uh, thank you for joining us and good luck today, Adam. Our second champ on today's show is all the way back from uh, Tacoma in October, I think, is uh, your last uh, appearance on the show. It's great to finally get you back, Jeff Tate. Hey, how's it going, Doug? It's going good. Um, dude, I'm looking forward to SF Sketchfest in San Francisco. This hasn't even been announced yet that you're going to be joining me on uh, Sunday, January 21st. You're going to be interrupting uh, the Fast X, the 10th movie in the FNF saga. Uh, you, me, Arden Marine, uh, Daniel Van Kirk, and, and Lane Moore are going to be on microphones for the entirety of that motion picture at 7 uh. o'clock. At seven o'clock at the Great Star Theater SF Sketch Fest. 
dot com for tickets. Did you did Jeff? Did you get some new information there? No, um, yeah, I didn't know who I was going to be on with, and I and uh, I'm very excited. It's, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. It's a sweet lineup, and uh, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you there, dude. Oh, me too. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I can't wait. SFSketchFest.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say it again for people that do not have a rewind function. S uh, SF. <laughs> yeah. Or don't follow my uh, socials where I talk about this stuff constantly. Also joining us today uh, for the first time, he's directed, uh, and the, the credits are crazy, episodes of The Diplomat, Ballers, Jessica Jones, Blood Bloodline, to name a few. And he's now got a movie out uh, starring Mark Wahlberg. I bet you Jeff's seen it. It's called The Fam Plan. It's the Oi. aforementioned Cyrus <laughs> Kellen Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, I'm nice, Hello. To, I'm nice to see you. Very honored to be on. Slightly nerv nervous about the towering intellect up against me here, but um, you know, I'll settle for third. Um, but really excited <laughs> to be with you. These two fellas have never been called a tower of intellect. <laughs> 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 That's very generous. Uh, Apple Plus. <laughs> This is where we can go to see the family plan. What tell us uh what I know you've probably done lots of press for it, but what's your uh what's your it's, description? It's it's an awful lot of fun. It's one of those uh quiet, loving suburban dad living in Buffalo, New York, with his slightly boring, slightly dysfunctional family. Suddenly has his past catch up with him and he's forced to take his family on a road trip from Buffalo to Las Vegas, that uh, famous American city. And it's, I guess it's an action comedy, which is hopefully exciting and funny. And it's, it's, it's the most fun I've had making a film anyway. And Mark Wahlberg is, uh, I think, fantastic in it. So, yeah, watch it on Apple Plus uh, several times in a row. I mean, I've gotten the impression over the years that Mike, Mark Wahlberg, not Mike Wahlberg, I don't know who that is. Mark Wahlberg is, um, it probably is a secret uh some sort of agent or something. I, I, all I can tell you is that occasionally at the weekend he would disappear. We didn't know where he went, but he came back. He's very professional on all levels, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So everybody can, you know, when I say watch it now, I mean either hit pause and watch it, uh, go watch it, or, uh, you know, watch it immediately after this. But other, other than that, there are no other options. <laughs> thank you exactly correct those are the two, two things you can do from this point <laughs> it's my own personal squid games um <laughs> all right <laughs> speaking of games we're gonna play some in a little bit but before we do that i would like to visit recommendation nation holiday edition and this is the last holiday edition of this segment of the year because we are obviously uh, right up against it. The next episode I do is going to actually come out uh, on Christmas Day. But enough about that. Each of you, please recommend one holiday movie that folks can enjoy this season. Adam, start us off. You said Gremlins last time. 
that was a runaway hit with uh, the listeners as a, as a favorite of theirs as well. Uh, so you have something maybe people haven't heard of. Um, I don't. I think I think a lot of people might have heard of this one by now. But I'm gonna go with a movie called Rare Exports. If nobody else has mentioned that one yet, came out in I want to say 2010. Uh, it's it's a fantastic movie. It's I want to say it it's from Finland, and uh, it's just a really dark, dark, dark take on Santa Claus, um, but a ton of fun and just not like the usual Christmas fare. So if you're sick of always reaching for movies like Gremlins uh, to try to have a little bit of a horror fix with your Christmas, then definitely check out Rare Exports. You seem, Adam, like a guy, if I could just, if this sounds like a compliment, please take it as such, that you could make like a horror film like in another language. <laughs> I did do that once. You did? Uh, yeah. Uh, I was part of an anthology called Chillerama, and I was assigned the title of The Diary of Anne Frankenstein, and I did not want to do it because who wants to touch that? But right. uh, they convinced me to do it. And so I did it as a 1940s German film. And I cast all German actors except for the actor playing Hitler, who I taught no German to. And he just faked it through the, the movie. <laughs> and what's funny is in America, it takes about halfway through the 30 minute movie before the audience realizes that this guy is not actually speaking German. <laughs> But in in Germany, when we showed it, we showed it in Stuttgart and in Berlin. Within three seconds, they're laughing really loud. Um, I oh did teach God. him a couple German phrases, but I lied to him about what they meant. So, for instance, the very last thing Hitler says. <laughs> the very last thing that Hitler says is, why is everyone so mean to me? And I'm like, I want you to say this one in Germany. So say this. And it, what he was actually saying in German is, I'm such a shitty actor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And it's just 30 minutes making fun of Hitler. So uh, what before, a you great, get, <laughs> before you get what offended a by prank. it, it's not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> you really punk that guy. <laughs> it's bad enough he's, play, he's playing Hitler in something that's being recorded. Oh, he had to grow the mustache and walk around with that for for two oh. weeks. Yeah, it was it was horrible. But that's a true friend right there. <laughs> I'm so used to the fake, you know, like the Hitler mustache that Chaplin had. That uh, <laughs> like like when I see actual Hitler, it looks like a fake mustache. It's just yeah. like a lot of Groucho's facial hair. I'm like, is that like how everybody else does it? Like with just black masking tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so rare exports well you hit it out of the park i was like you know something nobody's heard of and you're like hey well how about this shit from finland what do you think of that and uh <laughs> i think i love it uh jeff you've had some time to think about it you've been uh hearing this esoteric discussion <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say uh, I might have even done this one in one of the years past, but uh, because we definitely interrupted it once around Christmas and it is the long kiss. Good night. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a good one. That's such Very. a good one. That's really 
They say that uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is Christmassy also. Yeah, there's uh, uh, Santa hats and stuff for sure. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a minute, but you know, everybody this time of year, it's really become a tradition to argue about which movies are Christmas movies or not Christmas movies. Um, it's not a designation that matters ultimately. You know, like if we were burning all the Christmas movies, then it would be a I would want to argue about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but since they'll continue to exist and be a Christmas movie, whether you want it to be or not, uh, you know, that's just that's just the way it is. But let's right. talk about this movie for a second. We have the uh, popular performing artist Charlie Baltimore got her name from the main character in this film, played by Gina Davis. Yeah. Who put her yeah. money where her uh, action star mouth is by becoming like a almost Olympic level uh, archer? Yeah, she like did. She, compete, she competed in archery events. <laughs> That's <laughs> incredible. I, yeah, I forgot if she went to the Olympics or not. But anyway, her and Sam Jackson. Sam was some of the funniest Sam Jackson lines. Like you know, several of the classics are in that movie. And uh, yeah, it's just and it's it's real wintry and Christmassy, even though it's violent. Um, so good, good pull, Jeff. You could say that every year, and I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't complain. I, I, I might, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even remember. Well, that's the other thing is we're not <laughs> sure if you said it before or not, but it sure feels like something you would say. It, it definitely does. <laughs> yeah, that thing you just said feels like something you would say, uh, Simon. Where are you at with this? Could you recommend? I know well, yes, Christmas is, is kind of a rude topic for you, maybe. No, I like a bit of Christmas. Here's a weird one. Jeff nearly <laughs> stole me there because I'm I'm a Shane Black person here. I'm saying kiss, kiss, bang, bang. There you I go. I just watched it for the first time the other day. Um, I'm slightly cheating because it's got Michelle Monaghan in it, who's in my movie, who is brilliant in both. But... um. You know, it's one of those we all like. We all like ourselves a little bit of Shane Black, a little bit of self-reverential uh, writing, a uh, bit of fun. It's got one of my favorite lines in it, which is, um, "Oh, uh, that girl's uh, slept with more people than she's had hot dinners." And Robert Downey <laughs> says, "Oh, it was. I heard it was touch and go, and then she skipped lunch." Um, which I always, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not really a Christmas movie, but it sort of is you, you admitted it yourself, Doug, there. And I think yeah. Shane Black likes a bit of Christmas. I think it's a funny film. I think it's sort of got that. I, I like, I love a bit of self knowing from those Hollywood writers without them being too smug about it. And I think he balances it right. And I think it's Robert Downey Jr., coming back like a little whirlwind, obviously going on to do really cool stuff. Um, and anyway, I watched it literally in a, in a hotel room in Las Vegas the other night, and I went, oh, it's kind of Christmassy. I'm I'm into it. So that's my pick. It is kind of like uh, Robert Downey Jr. was, you know, kind of staging a comeback, but also that sort of uh, persona in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang uh, is, is very uh, kind of Tony Stark-like, you know, like it's already, uh, you know, a bit of an uh, uh, anti-hero at the center of that movie. Exactly, exactly, and yeah, you can. You're right. You can sort of see the birth of the leap from his character to Tony Stark is is a long one, but you can see the air through which he travels. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. 
And that's why I say give him the Oscar, give him everything for Oppenheimer because his speeches will be, you know, really uh, eloquent. And uh, he's been amazing for years and was really down and out for a while and made a comeback. And like, there's no better person or time, even though, you know, I think he's just as good as Iron Man as he is as uh, Oppenheimer opposition man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right yeah yeah good way good way of putting it i t- i turn every character in movies like Oppenheimer. i just still give them a superhero character <laughs> name they're all part of that universe it I makes still sense call them, yeah whatever man or whatever woman you know <laughs> yeah and there's e-, e equals mc squared man is in that movie as well i think isn't he and yeah know, that's, you know all those guys there's some real ones too. I just realized Florence Pitt is, uh, you know, uh, what's her character? Black Widow? No. Yelena. Oh, that's it? She doesn't have like a superhero name? She's the Black Widow's sister. Oh, that's okay. all like that. Yeah, no name. Yeah. So she's so like if they're like fighting people together, if they're like tag team fighting somewhere. One yells to their, hey, Black Widow. And the other one yells, Yelena. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Yelena doesn't do any of her shit with a mask on. She's just out there, out and proud. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, I've only seen the. Uh, I've only seen her in the movie. And right. The, and well, the Hawkeye I show. I wasn't I, asking I, about her personal life. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I for some reason thought you were uh, asking me a comic book question. I don't know anything about the comic books. <laughs> It's so it's all so confusing these days, uh, keeping track of all the uh, IPs and what they're all up to all the time. But um, thank you for these three recommendations. This is uh, these are some fun options. I might actually watch all three of these between now and uh, and uh, Jesus birthday. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these messages. We are back. And during the commercials, that's how fast they went by for me. I don't know about everybody else, but they went by so fast for me. I, I forgot to take a sip of a drink. So give me just one second. Here. Oh. Mm. Mountain Dew. It always satisfies. What's always. Jeff, what is Mountain Dew's current slogan? Oh, I don't know. Do the do probably. Oh, just do I, it. I, or do the do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. It's, do I it. mean... Do it to it is probably right. <laughs> that was in the 80s, wasn't it? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, but when yeah. you have something that good, why would you change it? Yeah, exactly. It's perfect as is. Yeah. yeah. So I think you're right, Jeff, with the first one. I think it's do the do. And I think that's why I couldn't think of it is because why would it be do the do? Uh, <laughs> oh, now I want to drink it. I wasn't interested until I heard the words do the do. Uh, let's play some games. All right. I got got two games prepared for everybody and, um, quick discussion before we play this first game. Has anybody of any of the three of you, uh, had a chance to see Wonka? Not yet. No, 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 not yet. Okay, great. These are all questions. No, kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I sat and watched the movie and wrote down some questions. (laughs) 
No, I haven't seen it as well, which is interesting because the four of us are all movie lovers and we're, uh, you know, active in, in viewing films, but also uh, there's a lot to keep up with these days. Um, do like Jeff, I'll start with you. Are you going to see it? Uh, yeah, I might go. I'll, I'll probably go see it next week when I get back home. I've just been traveling every day for two weeks, basically. Yeah, see, I thought that would be the case with that because you'd see most of the big releases. I do, yeah, I do like to see that that kind of shit. So I'm into it. I'll go see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and are you mad at uh, the makers of that movie and Mean Girls and uh, Color Purple for make cutting trailers that do not give the impression that the movies are musicals? Uh, yes, then I I am yes. Now now You're- I had no idea it was a musical. <laughs> yeah for some reason uh, now they've been called out on it but all of the uh movie studios or these three movies anyway just suddenly there's this rash of i know like last year with matilda i think they pulled that but it's just funny to see obviously there's you know trailers are powered by music but that doesn't they don't ever show people singing and dancing uh like it's a musical and uh, I've done that with all those movies, like, and it will trick some people for sure. But I also, it's a funny thing. I personally think it's a funny trick because I would, I would rather there be more musicals. So people that are so angry about something be a musical makes me laugh. Uh, <laughs> but what about the people that? What about the people that really like musicals, and they don't know that this is that? Like they're gonna get laughed out. I tell you something about people that really like musicals. <laughs> <laughs> They'll sniff it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The clue with both Mean Girls and Color Purple is that they're based on recent Broadway musicals of those movies, as basically what those are. Same with Matilda was that. And uh, what was the other example? <laughs> oh, Wonka. Wonka is <laughs> an interesting one. They decided to write some new songs and go for it with Wonka. And I, I heard that's the least appealing part about it is the new songs but that's just hearsay i don't i don't know for sure you're in trouble when you stick a couple of the songs from the gene wilder one into your movie because now the, all the songs are compared to it so it's a tricky balance um what about you <laughs> Adam, are you gonna see it um okay i'm just gonna be honest probably not <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I always take a lot of grief for this on my own podcast, but I don't really see as many of the big movies as I used to. I, I checked out on Marvel, I think, with the first Avengers. I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, oh, you but, got out early. Well, yeah, that's, that's very early. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And and the I'm thing impressed. is, like, they're great movies. I'm like, they're well made. I get it. I It's it's just not for me. They're too long, basically, and it's the same thing happens in every one of them. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I just spoiled that for anyone, but um, and there's <laughs> and there's nothing at stake. Like you, you know how it's going to end. So it's why just if it was ninety minutes, I could do it, but I can't do two and a half hours of the same animated um, sequence. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you this, Adam, real quick: that uh, Superman with Christopher Reeve, the first one, ruined superheroes for me for good i mean i've enjoyed plenty of superhero movies since then don't get me wrong but that's because i just enjoy action mostly yeah. but 
that one killed it for me because as soon as you establish that there are superheroes in this world that can just turn back time. Yes, I've said the same thing. Then nothing <laughs> matters. Nothing matters. matter. They could just do that. Yeah. You know? Oh shit! I just broke my my favorite coffee mug. Well, I'll just fly around the world real quick. Yeah. Oh, I was actually worried. I'm like, oh, you did. Um, but but while we're talking about big movies, though, the, the one movie I was most excited for this year, which totally lived up to my expectations, was Godzilla minus one. If uh, if anyone listening has not yet seen that, especially in an IMAX theater, it is unbelievable. It's a transformative experience, and it could save Hollywood because they made that movie for under twenty million, supposedly. And it's better and bigger than most of the like three hundred million dollars spectacles that the U.S. turns out. So it people could... are loving it, Adam. Yeah. They are going crazy for it. Everyone that likes that kind of stuff is telling me how great it is. I saw Dana Gould at a party, and he wouldn't. That's all he wanted to talk about was just make sure I knew Godzilla minus one. Yeah, and it, uh, it's I that went. Good. I tried to buy a ticket when I got to the box office. When I said the minus one part, they took the ticket back. So I, <laughs> I could. <laughs> but for real, it could save Hollywood. It for could real. bring back. For it real. could bring back the mid-level movie again, and we could start getting you know twenty, thirty, you know twenty million dollar movies a year to choose from instead of just like the four or five tentpole IP blockbusters. Not that Godzilla isn't an IP. But for what they made it for, it is mind blowing. So if you well, that, if you can see it, that's a fantastic answer to Are you going to see Wonka? <laughs> yeah. All I wanted to know. <laughs> I didn't, I never needed a prequel to Willy Wonka unless they show how the grandparents exist in that bed. I then I'm morbidly curious. But other than that, I have no interest. No. There must be some sort of joke at some point, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just the scene where they're like his much younger grandparents, like in their younger days, because he's much younger. Like maybe there's like a quick shot of them shopping for a mattress or something. But <laughs> that's actually Charlie Bucket's family. I'm getting all confused now. Uh, I didn't mean to uh, uh, mix up Wonka movies, but. Uh, Simon, real quick, how, where are you at with this walking movie? I'm, I'm definitely. I haven't seen it. I'm definitely going to see it. It's a chocolate-based movie. That's always important to me. Uh, very, very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. you know, the origin of Wonka, the origin of chocolate. Either way, I'm in, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, he invents chocolate. I don't know, but I think he's involved with it in quite a deep way. And uh, it'd be funny. He develops they it. They should have just taken the Oppenheimer storyline that all the people yeah. are loving these days and applied it to Wonka, like show that ultimately he feels guilty for inventing chocolate. Oh, you're selling well, me on this movie, man. Like, I don't know, so, you know, because it ends up being so bad for so many people. And it's a musical. <laughs> yeah. But, and as he as he discovers it, everyone's putting on these masks, but it goes totally silent. It's beautifully portrayed through the invention of chocolate. And as you say, the world <laughs> he, he has become destroyer of people's bellies because it's really become flat with chocolate. Yeah, I hear there's some uh you know, I get that it's kind of coming from the original point of view of uh Roald Dahl's Willy Wonka books is like uh you know about how greed and gluttony are bad. 
but like <laughs> apparently there's some you know some humor aimed at uh, you know overweight people uh, in this Wonka that you know mild protests. I haven't heard a huge stink about it, but it's still uh, it's still always interesting when you know how far do you want to go at this point with uh, you know what comes off maybe as fat shaming or uh, making fun of people, but. You never endanger that when your actor is Mark Wahlberg. Am I right? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I, I, I have seen him eat chocolate, but it was like one square. And, you know, he went he through it up. Run afterwards. <laughs> that, that's so much worse than if you'd never seen him eat it. That makes me so much more angry. <laughs> he just needs one chocolate square and then punches something for 12 minutes. That's that's right. Yeah, I don't until Philly <laughs> feels like it's gone, then he gets another one. I don't know. I don't know his overall uh, diet plan, but it's working. And <laughs> it's working. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I've been to the gym with him. I'd like to say, but fortunately, I was able to claim that I had a sore shoulder, so I just chatted while they worked out, and I just sat on the chair. So uh, they work hard, but and it was early, but uh, I was able not to get involved. Just sitting around. <laughs> Sitting around the gym, just talking to somebody yeah. who's working out—it's just glorious. Yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted to smoke, um, but I thought it'd be rude. <laughs> all right, so all of this is to say, all of this talk about Wonka is to set up a game that I came up with to celebrate. Uh, I, I celebrate the existence of all movies, big or small, and uh, so this game is called Wonka or Wanker. <laughs> I'll say a line from a movie and your job is to tell me if it was said by uh, Willy Wonka as played by Gene Wilder in the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or said by Willy Wonka as played by Johnny Depp in the remake Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or some other wanker <laughs> <laughs> so your options with each answer are uh, <laughs> um, uh, Wonka, Charlie, or uh, other. Uh, Wonka, <laughs> Charlie, okay. or other. I'm not going to make everybody say wanker. And uh, so we start with Adam. I'll say the line and you tell me which one of those three you think uh applies to it and if you're wrong then jeff gets to play from the two remaining and if he's wrong simon gets the first uh, gimme point because there's only one choice left each time somebody gets one right we start with the next person uh in order uh for the uh next round first person's is two points wins it's fast and exciting, but go ahead and take time to think before blurting out an answer. Okay. Adam, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all he cares about is the candy. Oh, come pardon on. Me, pardon me. Pardon me. All he cared about was the candy excuse me all he cared about was the candy huh. um all right i'm gonna go with the i'm gonna go with the johnny depp wonka because i don't remember that 
from the Gene Wilder one. Right. It could. You're not. Th- you don't think it could be some other wanker. I mean, it, any of these could be, but I'm going to assume you're not going to start with a wanker. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with Johnny Depp. Okay, that's your answer. I'm locking it in, and here's the. Here's the sound response. Incorrect. (laughs) I'm sorry. That means we go to Jeff. He's got two choices. It's either OG Willy Wonka or some other wanker says all he cared about was the candy. I mean, you're really throwing me because uh, I can't believe you somehow guessed the name of my memoir. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just gonna have to go with some other wanker. <laughs> Meaning yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be published a hundred years after my death, like Mark Twain's thing. Smart. Oh, yeah. Okay. That way, I won't. I won't even know when it doesn't get published. Right. When there's no such thing as publishing. It won't yeah, matter yeah. to you because you'll be gone. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the here's the sound response to your answer. That is correct. Yeah, that is the correct answer that I was looking for. Uh, some other wanker said all he cared about was the candy, and that wanker was uh, the character Bing Bong in uh, Pixar's Inside Out. Uh, so Jeff is on the board with one point but Simon is coming up right behind the opportunity to get a point because you got to go first on this one Simon okay nervous but ready you can do this you got it Uh, first Wonka second Wonka let's go Wonka 1 Wonka 2 or some wanker okay uh, said this out loud in a motion picture Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Oh, oh, I'm jumping. T- I'm gonna just. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Can I have an hour? Can I get? Can I go on the internet? Can I go watch the yeah, movie? Let's take a break, oh, everybody. You, you, let's give him an hour. I, I wasn't told this was going to be stressful, guys. I, I was. Th- you said it would be. Oh my god, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Wonka one as a reckless burst of one in three chance. Uh, Wonka one. Wonka one. That's Gene, isn't it? Gene Wilder, the great, the great late Gene Wilder. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Simon. That is oh, not wow. the correct okay. answer. Adam, you got a chance. It's narrowed down to two options. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Wonka 2. I'm going to go with the Johnny Depp one. Oh, you think he was like, candy, 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 corns, and syrup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Jeff, do you remember which one wasn't said? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think um, it's, first of all, it's, uh, some other wanker, and I, I, I think it's an elf. Oh, are you Ooh. showing off now with your oh. extra big brain? Uh, yes, Will Ferrell in Elf. 
He says uh, that those things, candy, candy, canes, candy, corns, and syrup, are the four food groups. That's see, it was on it was on TV the other night in one of the hotel rooms. Um, there you go. But it's also fun to imagine Johnny Depp saying that whole list uh, as if like in fear and loathing, explaining what's in his drug suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just he's got so many iconic roles and characters that flipping them around between movies would be fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what would happen if uh you know Jack Sparrow was in Donnie Brasco? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would be as good an undercover agent, to be honest. <laughs> He'd still get the job done though. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just have a real hide and plain side approach to uh to that line of work. Uh, yeah. All right, well, Jeff. Jeff officially won that game. Uh, that 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 just worked out in a in a silly way that uh, he won it already. So let's, Simon. Let me do the third one for you. You can uh, take the first stab at it and uh, put a point on the board just for the the heck of it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wonka one, Wonka two, or some other person. That's exploding candy for your enemies. Ah, uh, I would say I'm thinking Johnny Depp there, but that is a nervous one, isn't it? Because Johnny Depp, of course, who, as I just realized, was in another chocolate-based movie called Chocolate. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that guy... <laughs> uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was that John? No... Okay, right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to back. I want to say it's another wanker, but I'm going to go Wonka one because I I passionately believed it last time and it didn't work for me. I'm going to go for Gene this time. Um. Uh, Gene Wilder says that's exploding candy for your enemies. That's correct. Whoa! Oh. But, but does that mean I don't get a point though? No, we were just playing for fun. Was that fun? Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. When are we going to play for? Should we going to play for stakes? I had fun. <laughs> that was just a fun one. And then, it, you know, if we needed a fourth one, there's always that chance. I was going to say, uh, "Hello, my royal subjects. Ha ha. Have some candy." Anybody with strong feelings about that one? That sounds like a line from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> it's actually, I mean, you're not far off. It is from uh, a children's thing. It's from, uh, uh, what do you call it? Wreck-It Ralph. And oh, okay. it's, uh, Alan Tudyk as, as King Candy. <laughs> It's more like, hello, my royal subject. <laughs> Have some candy. <laughs> All right. Um, which is just, he was just doing an impression of that guy, Edwin, from uh, 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 Mary Poppins. Okay. Um, that was a great game. Congratulations to whoever it was that won that. You did a fantastic job. Uh, it was Jeff. Now my me it just came back to me. Uh, <laughs> Jeff wins the fabulous 
uh, opportunity. In fact, he's forced to go first in our second and final game that will determine it all. And we will play that after these messages. We'll be right back. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We are back, and that was tense. That was a tough uh, waiting period because uh, it's anybody's game today. Adam gets to go first in our next game, but that doesn't mean squat. Uh, <laughs> it just uh, It's just the most random things can happen, and the games themselves can be so random. And we, uh, of course, uh, flipped the order around for this next game, so Adam won the opportunity to be first. But then he'll be followed by Simon and then Jeff. And we're going to play a game that was suggested by Worth the View Movies is the name of the account on threads. I assume he uh, you know, tells you which movies are worth the view. And uh, he suggested a holiday variation of our classic game, Alex's Jason and Deb's IMDb game. And he called it. I am D B X M A S. I'm glad you're uh, into Christmas, Simon, because um, everything ended up being so Christmassy in uh, this episode. What time of year does the family plan take place? The family plan takes place, I guess, you know, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, okay. Don't really... I'm sorry. That's you know? incorrect. That's incorrect. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeff, it's your turn to guess. <laughs> uh, f- uh, three day, Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> also wrong. No, so it's, so I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. So it's between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's in that uh, extra intense family period so obviously a much more difficult time for him to be preoccupied exactly they it takes place in that two days just before they put up christmas decorations because we couldn't afford to put dress every set with christmas decorations i love it that's amazing oh. that's a great a great reason for that and you know uh, the Christmas movies, I think they overdo it with the Christmas stuff because you, you know, I assume this movie would probably be pretty damn entertaining year round, so you don't really need to lay the Christmas right. part. Exactly, yeah. doesn't have to be on too thick. Um, okay, so here's how this game works: I name an actor or actress that um, um, has a IMDb page. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll do the IMDb page of a specific Christmas movie. And so for each movie, 
uh, it'll have uh, like four pictures up uh, at the top of the page. And those are considered to be the top four build uh, people, uh, either by IMDb or by, you know, the makers of uh, that particular movie. So uh, I'll tell you uh, one name and then each of you get one guess of what movie what specifically a holiday movie this holiday. person starred in. If you don't get it, I'll tell you the second name from the uh, top best known, you know, the top four names according to IMDb. And each person gets a guess. We'll continue through through all four names. And if I get through four names of any of these titles and all three of you are still stumped, uh, I'll be shocked, but uh, also delighted. So, uh, do that, do with that what you will. Um, because, uh, anyway, you'll see, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sounding, sounding harder than it is. Um, and just like the last game, when somebody gets one right, and the next round will start with the uh, next person in line. And we are starting with, uh, uh, Jeff, right? Yeah, Jeff. Adam. No? I was going to say we should start with Simon. Whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a new movie out. We should be celebrating that right now. Oh, and I Simon love that. Simon should go first. I love that approach. Uh, no, wait. It's Jeff, though, because Jeff won that last game, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, <laughs> but so the, the order gets flipped around. So it goes Jeff, then Adam, then uh simon so uh sorry about that and simon somehow ended up being in, in third place again how'd i do that <laughs> that's not right is isn't it? it better to be in third place though because then you get it to, could be yeah it could it could go uh it could go either way but could go either way but i screwed up it's gonna go jeff simon adam I, we, I, okay I'm flipping the order around all right here we go um <laughs> The first to get three correct is our winner. And uh, like I said, we're starting with Jeff. Jeff, please name uh, the movie you think could be the correct full title of the film. A film that lists in the top build first position, Tim Allen. Oh come on! Oh boy, um, I'm gonna say the Santa Claus two. Now, why? Nope. What would compel you to not? He also, of course, starred in the Santa Claus and Santa Claus three, four, etc. What would make you say Santa Claus two? I think uh, uh, ga gamesmanship. <laughs> <laughs> well it worked you said <laughs> uh, oh is my god that's you hey you know i said you know i said i was dealing with towering intellects i just proved you just proved my point jeff i'm i'm mortified to be working with such brains impressive <laughs> gamemanship on just part uh, the next actor is Spencer Breslin, then Elizabeth Mitchell and Eric Lloyd. I guess that's probably the whole uh, Santa Claus 2 crew. 
like the family that Tim Allen uh, has to deal with when he uh, finds himself turning into Santa Claus again. Oh my God, this again, he says <laughs> at one point. Okay, uh, so congratulations, Jeff. You figured that one out. Let's see what happens when uh, Simon gets to go first in this okay. next round. The first actor listed in this Christmas movie's top four is Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> um, right, well, um, I'm going to go... Home Alone 2. What's that? Home Alone 2. Yeah, what's the full title of that one? Is it Lost in New York? It is, and that is the correct answer. What? Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) Another towering intellect joins the game. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyone, this is, anyone give me a towering intellect day. (laughs) And now, Adam, it's your chance. You ready to show off your big brain? Uh, Yep. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, what movie, what Christmas movie has first name in the top four? Vince Vaughn. Um, okay. I feel like I should say four Christmases two, but I'm going to say four Christmases one. Whoa. Wow. You guys. <laughs> it's a real chess game. <laughs> and that's your final answer is uh four Christmases. Yeah, I think that was the one he was in. I think. Right? Yeah, no? lock it in. I'm locking it in, sure. Okay, we're locking it in. Incorrect. Uh, what? Oh. Yeah, right? Something's something's up. Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> Jeff. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my guess is Fred Claus. Oh, oh! <laughs> damn! Correct. Oh God! <laughs> Down in flames. <laughs> Was he uh, in Four Christmases? Is that oh, even a I movie? Forgot, I forgot to list the other people in uh, Home Alone 2 were, were uh, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, and Catherine O'Hara. She got like, a, I, I think that order changed a little bit because John Hurd had, had been had a bigger role in the first one and less of a role in the second one. But then Vince Vaughn is the star of Fred Claus, is the title character. And then uh, Paul Giamatti is Santa. Elizabeth Banks is a sexy elf, and John Michael Higgins is a regular elf. And um... <laughs> they're both sexy. They're just both sexy elves. <laughs> that movie, I find it strangely watchable around the holidays when it's on TV. It's it's very weird to just to start with. I mean, it was one thing for uh, you know uh, Will Ferrell to be running around saying, "I'm an elf. I'm an elf," but Vince. Vaughn is really pushing it. That guy, <laughs> that guy is as, he's as big as they make people, and he's running around. <laughs> he's running around mad that he's an elf. <laughs> I guess he's not supposed to be an elf. He's just supposed to be uh, Santa Claus's 
wayward son. But anyway, uh, this is such an exciting uh, matchup. Uh, who scored that last point? Uh, Jeff did. Uh, so that means, Simon, you're up first on this next one. Okay, go on then. Here we go. A Christmas movie starring Mr. Tom Hanks. Ooh. Uh... Oh, 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 oh. Um, is it the one where he's a cartoon? Damn it. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm saying it's the one where he's got a funny sort of slightly spongy face um is it polar express ah. <laughs> yes it is Boom. for the record i knew everyone else's questions i just didn't know my own that's hilarious okay so uh simon's catching up here uh, <laughs> uh but, but adam gets to go first again this oh, time great. All right, Adam, you ready? I am so ready. Can okay, I just Tom, can I remind no, everyone? I, I beat I Sam Levine. We got to move on. We got to move on. Tom Hanks. What? <laughs> yeah. Tom um, Hanks. Uh, fuck. Um, I can't think of another movie he was in. <laughs> Is Splash a Christmas movie? <laughs> All right, go ahead and say what you were going to say. I thought you were, might maybe you were going to spoil it. But what were you going to say about Polar Express? Oh, I was just that was going to be my answer was Polar Express. Oh, I see. Well, unfortunately, you can't say it again here. Can you think of another Tom Hanks movie? Um, where he would be the first person listed, and it's a Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Um, oh! um, uh, <laughs> Greyhound. It was cold. Oh, it really movie. was. You're right. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> All right. We're moving on to Jeff. Um, you've got mail. That is correct. <laughs> never nice. seen it. Jeff, I've never seen it either. It that was impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's very Christmas themed. It's based on a Christmas movie called uh, Shop Around the Corner, and it's uh, you know they just kind of stole that thing. It's kind of like Sleepless in Seattle. You know how they don't meet until the end of the movie. It's like Sleepless in Seattle. If the two lovers are such idiots that they could constantly talk to each other in person before finally meeting uh, late in the movie. Uh, they, they they even live in the same city and they don't figure it out. It's it's, it's wild, but <laughs> it is fun to hear you've got mail a bunch of times whenever anybody logs in to uh, <laughs> check out what's going on with their uh, romantic status. That's also one of those movies where the each couple is two couples and the two main characters their their significant other others are instantly horrible, like unlikable people. So you're just like don't feel bad at all that they uh, get so know, much fall, mail fall in, some, <laughs> fall in love with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically, you know, uh, they're not, they don't send sex messages, but it's still, you know, <laughs> it's definitely romantic or whatever. Um, all right. So congratulations, uh, Jeff Tate. You've done it again. Uh, you're running around the country right now somewhere. Of course, I'd invite you to join us on uh, Tuesday night at, uh, the improv here in Los Angeles. 
to continue your championship run, but we'll just have you on uh, again uh, as soon as possible. And like I mentioned earlier, I'll see you at uh, sfsketchfest.com. But what else would you like to plug, Jeff? Uh, the first weekend of February, I'm at the Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So Maybe. please come to that. It's going to be super duper cold. Uh, but it is the, <laughs> the second and third of February. Is that a selling point? To just tell people it's going to be it's going to be really cold. So uh, there's a there, it's to... it not not in the club. It's going to be real. It's going to be real. All, the, all these jokes are hot. So oh, I will you warm you up. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were driving at some sort of marketing angle by bringing up a, such a negative as the. Uh, <laughs> the the cold weather uh well, thank you for being here dude and uh adam green raising tons of money for yorkies uh where do people go if they want to still contribute to uh the yorkie cause uh you can go directly to the rescue it's save a yorkierescue.org they are a uh fully volunteer nonprofit organization every penny that they get goes to helping these dogs um, and yeah, I know for some people they're like, why specifically Yorkshire Terriers? Um, that's just what this group started doing. All breeds need help. Um, and because my dog Arwen is a Yorkshire Terrier rescue and the face of our podcast, that was why we chose them to help. Uh, but any, anything you can give goes a long way. These dogs uh, have been horrifically abused in some cases and need help. And, uh, I just want to say it was a privilege and an honor and, uh, I hope that no one forgets about the time that I beat Sam Levine and Joe Lynch because <laughs> that did happen. I, can, I swear. <laughs> I could guarantee you at least one person will never forget. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Sam. Uh, and Simon, congrats. Congrats on the movie, Simon. I'm going to be watching it tonight. Thank you very much. I'm going to replay this and see a way that I should have won. I'm sure I should have won, but you know, the intellects, what the intellects carried it this time, but next time, I'm going to blow you away. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, the family plan is on Apple Plus uh, right now. So now that we're wrapping it up, it's the perfect time uh, to go watch it. And uh, thank you so much for doing the show. We loved it. Really good to, to meet you guys. Uh, have a great festive season. Eat some hey, you too. Um, yeah. I end every episode of the show with uh, oh, real quick, my plugs Tuesday Improv Lab, Douglas Movies uh, here in LA uh, with uh, Wayne Fetterman and uh, other surprise guests, and uh, Sacramento December 30th and 31st, Orlando January 6th, Atlanta, Athens, Bakersfield, all coming up in 2024. Douglas for all my dates. And I end every episode lately uh, with a uh, line from uh, a movie that was the last line spoken in the film. And so some of them are really, you know, great classic last lines and others are just whatever somebody said before the uh, credits started to roll. It weren't such important lines, but this is a pretty good one. Uh, this is from Sweet Bird of Youth. And uh, one more time, thank you, Adam Green, Jeff Tate, and... Simon Skellen Jones. <laughs> and as always, you, you can go straight to hell. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 
movie.